Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Am I the jerk for asking my daughter to uphold her end of the deal? Honestly, I don't even feel that this situation needs to be on reddit But my daughter husband and many of my family members are calling me a jerk and i'm really not sure anymore For context four years ago when my daughter was 12. She desperately wanted a pool She said that all of her friends had pools and she was the only one who didn't have one plus she loved swimming She insisted that she would use it daily in the summer My husband and I could afford one but as i'm sure some of you know pools are very expensive and neither of us really like swimming So we wanted my daughter to understand the cost she was asking for We made an agreement that we would install a pool But that once she was old enough to start working she would pay us back for half of it She quickly agreed well flash forward to now She's 16 and just got her first job and now she wants to save up for a prom dress She really likes I reminded her of our agreement about the pool and she no longer wants to uphold her end of the agreement I insisted threatening to take away phone and car privileges if she doesn't pay her father and i back now she won't speak to me my husband is agreeing with her saying that we can't have honestly expected a 12 year old to keep her end of the agreement for me this isn't even about money though it's about teaching my young daughter the right morals to live life with i don't want her to think she can just go around making deals for her benefit and then just not uphold them so am i the jerk and straight away we have our first jerk of the episode what a start now look you're not the butthole for trying to teach your young daughter morals that's completely fine but you are for entering into a verbal agreement with a 12 year old for thousands of dollars that is nonsensical i mean i'm not entirely sure you should ever enter into any financial agreements with your children when they're under the age of 18 but the fact that you're going back four years and saying no you need to pay me for a pool that let's be honest we agree to pay for is crazy how can you expect a 12 year old to even comprehend that at that age am i the jerk for responding to my father's request for a relationship Relationship with a detailed powerpoint on why he will never be forgiven if i'm the jerk here i'll own it i'm not sorry but like it would be good to know because the rest of my family thinks this went too far I am a 24 year old woman. My mom died when I was seven from leukemia I have very few memories of her from before she was sick and I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her in her last year But she was an artist and until she couldn't anymore She'd make me little collages when she was in hospital with drawings and photos and messages for me My grandmother put them all in a book for me after she died I wanted to be like my mum, and my counselor thought it would help So I started a journal where I would do a kind of similar thing and i've done at least one page a week all these years ever since my mum died more when i miss her or have something hard going on so i have kind of a unique record of my mental state over the last 16 years my father remarried when i was nine my stepmother really leaned hard into the i'm your mum now and my father didn't stop her it improved when they had my half brother because she basically forgot about me then unfortunately he got cancer when he was three and i pretty much ceased to exist for my father he was either working or gone with my brother and i spent all my teen years mostly at home alone or with my grandparents the mantra was that my brother needed to be the focus because he might die so i needed to not be selfish since i was healthy i stopped trying to talk to him when i was 16 and it was a dark time i moved out when i was 18 and i cut them off completely 
My grandparents let me know that my brother died a couple of years ago But respected my desire to remain no contact with my father He recently reached out to them because he wants to see me and talk I went through my old journals and made him a powerpoint with images of the entries where I talked about being frustrated and feeling abandoned and unwanted Some with literal quotes of things my dad had said to me during arguments Even the really dark stuff from when I was seriously depressed Then I ended it with a photo of one of my mum's collages where she'd written Remember that your dad and I are always here for you And I wrote you failed go away underneath I felt like him being able to see it from my literal perspective would communicate why I don't want him back better than I could Evidently it worked but a little too well because i've been bombarded by family telling me that it's understandable that I don't want to see him But what I sent gutted him and he's completely fallen apart after reading through it and it was unnecessarily cruel now Maybe it was I know my bar for that is kind of weird sometimes. So am I the jerk No, i'm sorry, but I think you're absolutely fine to do this despite what your family are saying It's understandable. You don't want to see him I think the whole point is you want him to really feel terrible about this because it's affected your life so badly And up until this point clearly he's not realized this so for him to be gutted is kind of what you're after And look I get it. It's clearly a very tough situation for him You know his previous wife dies of cancer his son dies of cancer like that's that is ridiculous i'm not for one second saying it isn't but you are also involved here it's your mum, it's your brother and of course if your child has cancer you have to prioritize them over your other child i completely understand that however you don't just completely isolate your other child right they still exist you still have to give them some attention some care there's no excuse there sorry am i the jerk for not attending my husband's celebration dinner due to the restaurant not having anything i could eat my husband has been working really hard the last two years to advance at his company and he finally got the promotion He's been after i'm really really proud of him his parents are too and wanted to take us all out to dinner to celebrate My husband absolutely loves prime rib and there's only one place in our area that serves it So he picked that restaurant. The thing is i'm not fond of steak I'll eat it, but very rarely. I prefer chicken or fish. I looked at the menu before leaving and right now they have a limited menu. The place had only one fish on tray and two chicken on trays, and none of them sounded good for various reasons. I suggested that he pick someplace else so everyone can eat. He refused, citing that we rarely get to go to this place, but go to other places in our area regularly, which is true. But those places have lots of variety so everyone can eat. He suggested that I ask if they could prepare the fish or chicken without the marinades or sauces, but I don't want to be difficult for the kitchen stuff. His next suggestion was that I order dessert while everyone else ate entrees And then when we were done he would take me where I wanted so I could eat dinner while he and the kids ate desserts So I opted to just not go because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not having a good time while everyone else was My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him I told him no again and that he needed to get going before he was late He did go but he came back a little over an hour later with the kids and they all had to go boxes He said he couldn't think of what to tell the kids about why I didn't go when they kept asking without lying or making me sound bad So we just got an order for them to go and let the kids spend some time with their grandparents talking in the parking lots I told him he should have stayed But he said that I put him in a bad spot with the kids and that I knew he wanted everyone there And that I should have just gotten over my picky eating for one night I maintain that if he really wanted us to all eat dinner as a family Then he should have picked a restaurant with a more accommodating menu. So am I the jerk? Yes, you definitely are. The whole point of this entire event is that it's for your husband. And listen, I understand once again that you might not like some of the things that are going on here, but it's not about you. It's literally about your husband and, you know, a reward for all his hard work to get that promotion, which ultimately is going to serve you and the family very well, I'd imagine. What's great about this guy and what makes you the jerk is that he's offered you so many alternatives and different options and things to do and, you know, time afterwards for you to eat as well. It's his day. 
He wants to go and eat his ribs. Let the man eat his ribs. What I expected from the title was that maybe you had some sort of allergies or you were vegan or veggie or that sort of thing and you physically couldn't eat in these places. And that would change my mind slightly, although I would probably still say let him have this one time where he really wants to go and eat ribs. And, you know, it is again about him. And you can sit there and it's not the end of the world for one meal. However, the fact that you can actually order food there, as in there's food that you can eat, you're just too picky. Nah, I'm sorry, you're 100% the jerk. He's done as much as he can to accommodate you. That's the fact. And finally, in terms of the kids, he's absolutely right. What's he going to say to them? Why is mummy not coming to eat dinner with us? Is a terrible question. Like, what do you even say apart from lying? What, what can you actually say in that spot? Oh, she's a terribly picky eater and she doesn't want to celebrate with me and the family. Tough. What do you do? Nothing. You are the jerk. Am I in the wrong for not disclosing I had plastic surgery to my boyfriend? I am a 26-year-old woman, and I've been dating my boyfriend, Max, who is 25, for four months. When I was 22, I had a nose job, as I broke my nose twice as a kid, and it left it with a large bump. Then, at 23, I had a breast augmentation that bumped me up to cup sizes. These were lifelong insecurities that I was bullied over, and it was really relieving to get them done. On to the present. I met Max through a friend, and things have been great. Last night, I was scrolling through my social media while on the sofa with him. I stopped on an old classmate's vacation photo, where she wore a bikini, and and frankly had very obvious implants she looks great happy for her but you can tell max glanced over at that moment and said gross i asked him what the deal was and he said women who get implants or other surgeries are a huge turnoff to most guys and how men prefer natural over two balloons and how insecure she looks i couldn't help but laugh and said so you're turned off by me he got very confused and asked what i meant i informed him i had procedures done before He kept denying it, saying I was joking until I showed him old photos of me. He got quiet and left shortly after. I got a text saying I should have disclosed this on the first day, how I led him on and that he needs to reconsider things. It's the next day. I haven't heard anything and I'm bewildered. So, am I the jerk? All right, I'm going to put myself in a position here. I'm going on a first date with a girl and you know... We've just met. That's kind of how first dates tend to work. And all of a sudden she goes, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I've had loads of plastic surgery. And it's, you know, even my nose is done. And my boobs and all. Uh, I'd be very confused as to why she was telling me all these things straight away when I first met her. Uh, All that to say, there's obviously no need to ever tell anyone, if you don't want to, about augmentation to your body. I mean, it is your body, literally. After four months, maybe you could say, maybe you don't have to, maybe it's just your decision. And maybe Max's reaction is extremely strange because if you are judging somebody based on their looks or what they've done to their body in the past over who they are now and their personality, then you're very strange and you're not the sort of person that I'd want to be in a relationship with. Now, the good news about this post is that there are actually a couple of edits and the story has progressed a little bit further. Let's see what happens. Okay, guys, I got a text from him a few minutes ago asking to meet up as he thinks he wants to continue the relationship and wants to talk things over. After all these comments and some thinking though, I've sent back something along the lines of his reaction made me realize he's not the partner I'm looking for and that I've decided to not continue our relationship Good for you, OP. So yeah, I'm single now. Kind of confused if I should mention this to future dates before we're official to weed out any more like him. How do you even bring this up? Oh well, I like me. I'm content with my natural and unnatural parts and I'll find someone who doesn't have huge hangups on plastic surgery. And then one more final edit. He finally replied to my text. I was hopeful we could start over on an honest beginning, but I guess only one of us is mature enough to look past each other's shortcomings in the relationship. I'm glad you revealed this about yourself before I got too involved. Goodbye. Good luck finding someone because no real man would respect someone who can't even respect their own body. Wow, I was comfortable with my decision before, but now I'm extra comfortable. 
blocked and buy. He never deserved this limited edition set. And there we go. Ultimate vindication in one text message. You definitely dodged a red flag there. Fair play for getting out whilst you did. Now, as for your previous question about when should you reveal it? The answer is whenever you feel comfortable, right? You never actually have to. As I said before, definitely don't do it on the first date, like just for the sake of doing it. Because that is weird. Like I would find that a little bit strange, to be honest. I wouldn't say that you have to do it, reveal it at any particular time, just whenever you feel like it. However, your point about saying it early enough to weed out people like Max is probably a fair one because you can judge someone's reaction straight away. I only would say that it might come across as a little bit strange if you did it instantly. As I was saying, if you did it 10 minutes into a first date, I'd have no problem with it. But I would be a little bit like, okay, what's happened in the past for you to say that then and there? And I probably would ask that and it would lead to an interesting conversation about Max. So yeah, run it, do it, whatever you feel comfortable with. The main point is if you feel comfortable with yourself, then that's completely fine. And also one final point, that point that Max has said about men not respecting women who change their bodies. What a load of absolute Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Am I the jerk for calling my girlfriend selfish for not picking my kids up from school? I am a 36 year old man and I've been with my girlfriend who is 32 for two years I have two boys a 13 and 9 year old from my previous relationship. Their mum is not in the picture I work full-time and my girlfriend used to stay home and take care of everything else I still help out here and there yet She would complain about the kids causing constant messes not receiving proper discipline Accidents like breaking a vase and the list goes on she complained that she is more of a parent than I am Which is not true since I provide an income yet She decided she wanted to go back to work and started looking she found a potential job and her interview was yesterday I called her to remind her to pick the kids up from school since she's responsible for it But she said she was about to start her interview and told me to go and get them. I was stunned I told her I couldn't because I was at work She said I could take a break, but I refused because this would have affected my job. I asked if she'd take 10 minutes to quickly go and pick them up, but she refused. We ended up getting into an argument and me telling her she should have figured something out beforehand. She blew up, saying that I'm the parent and that she was tired of being at my beck and call all the time. The kids ended up being picked up by my friend 40 minutes later, which made them upset. At home, I got into a huge argument with my girlfriend, calling her selfish for doing this to the kids and ditching them like that. She said that she had an important interview and that I, as the parents, could have figured something out instead of expecting her to drop what she was doing and pick the kids up. She called me a jerk and then went to stay with her mum. All right, a couple of reasons, first of all, why you are definitely the jerk, even without the context of this event. First of all, your girlfriend stays home and takes care of everything else apart from the work. Now, look, I get that in some relationships that happens, but I don't see how that makes you think that she has to help with everything all the time that is outside of your work in terms of the house and the kids. Secondly, the sentence she complained that she is more of a parent than I am, which is not true since I provide an income, makes no sense to me. Providing an income doesn't make you more of a parent or less of a parent. It just means that you're providing, right? It's got nothing to do with actually being a parent. Like surely parenting is different to providing money. I don't understand that because you could get money from anywhere, right? If I never spoke to my children, yet I won the lottery and gave them a million pounds, I would still be an awful parent despite giving them money. 
I don't see how that's making you a good parent. It's that you're just providing an income. Now, the only way that I would say that you might not be the jerk in this one spot is, well, it depends on how much time she gave you before telling you when her interview was and if she told you for that reason she couldn't go and pick up the kids. Because if that is your normal routine, she picks up the kids, you work, and she hasn't given you enough time to get someone else to do it or for you to be alerted and to sort something else out, then yeah, maybe in this one spot she could have done a little bit more. However, I kind of doubt that. I reckon that she did tell you, you're just not saying it, and that you had asked her to not prioritize her interview for a job that she really wants over your kids being picked up. I mean, someone else could have picked up your kids as you showed in this story. Or you could have done it yourself for once. And ultimately, they are your children after all. So she's got something that's very important for her future work and life coming up. But you're saying, no, go and collect my children as you always do anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. You are definitely the jerk. Am I the jerk? Because I'm forcing my parents to choose between two options they loathe. I am a 38-year-old woman, and I've recently gotten a not great medical diagnosis and prognosis. I'm at peace with it. So, I've sat down with my husband and figured out my will. Obviously, he'll be receiving most of the estates. He has to take care of himself and our kids. He and I both have decent, if not spectacular careers, and he likes his work. My oldest brother is a gigantic D-bag. He's an addict, and my parents have wasted their lives trying to help him. They spent so much of their time and money on him, they had very little for my sister or myself. I don't hold this against them. I love my kids and I can understand the urge to help them with their problems. The real issue is that my brother has abandoned my nieces with my parents. I try to get custody of them, but I'm not a member of their church and my parents cut me off when I left home to get a college education instead of staying home and helping them like a good daughter should. Their congregation helped them hire a lawyer to keep the girls away from me. But strangely enough, after the girls were out of my reach, they stopped getting any financial support. So on my will, I am leaving my nieces money not for them to spend however they want. It is only to go to pay for their post-secondary education. If it isn't used for that, by the time they're 25, it will be donated to a charity that my parents hate. It advocates for women and reproductive rights. I sent my parents a copy of my will so they knew what was coming. They are the kind of people who would take out a loan, counting on money from my death to bail them out. They're calling me a jerk for not giving them the money to take care of my nieces. They're complaining because they're going into debt taking care of the girls. I offered again to take custody with my husband. If I can have them for two years, I know I can get them on a path away from that church. My parents though won't relent and are saying that they will challenge my will if I leave it like this. Good luck. My lawyer is confident that I protect the money. I just heard from my brother. He's calling me a jerk for depriving his kids of help and forcing my parents into a trashy position. I asked him when the last time he sent them money to help with his kids was. He yelled obscenities and hung up. My husband supports my decision, but a lot of my family are calling me and asking me to help my parents with no strings attached. So, am I the jerk? Okay, so let me get this straight. Your brother is calling you a jerk for depriving your kids of help and forcing your parents into a trashy position. Uh, what have you been doing your entire life then, my friend? Not putting all the blame on him, of course, but you can't be saying these things and then acting like the way you are anyway. And as for your parents, if they had any common sense, they would understand that your nieces are getting provided for. You know, this money is going literally towards them and their education which is obviously going to benefit them in later life just because it's not going to them right now Doesn't mean it's not going to them eventually for a good cause if I was your parents I'd just be embarrassed that i'm not trusted by my own daughter To be given the money that will go towards people that i'm caring for It just proves that my own daughter doesn't rate me and I wonder why oh It's because maybe we don't have the best relationship and it's as simple as that. Oh and one last final point. It's your money You can choose to do whatever you want with it. Obviously 
I don't think your parents should have any say. And the fact that you're even giving a good amount to your nieces is a very nice thing to do. Am I the jerk for telling a colleague their disability is not a free pass to be a butthole and getting them suspended? I am a 29 year old man and I started a new position at the beginning of November with a decent sized law firm in my city Things have been going great up until this week. The first three weeks i've been here I've heard lots of horror stories around a member of the office. We will call jane I've heard that the last two people that took this position were basically bullied out of the post by jane And that anybody who makes any complaints to hr basically gets told to put up and shut up for two reasons Firstly jane despite not being the most popular person in the office is very good at what she does To the point that the company sees her as invaluable and secondly jane is a wheelchair user And is apparently very quick to throw the discrimination card around as soon as something doesn't go her way another key point to this tale is that I use a stoma bag and have done since I was a baby Anyway, this week is the first week i've interacted with jane as she was on annual leave for my first three weeks with the company I was using the disabled bathroom to empty my bag when I started hearing a loud banging on the door I said one moment and opened the door to a lady in a wheelchair the infamous jane I was berated for about five minutes things such as why is a healthy young man using a disabled bathroom? You should be ashamed, etc drawing the attention of everyone in the nearby vicinity before she even let me speak. I eventually got a word in, reminded her that not all disabilities are blatantly obvious, and lifted my shirt up to show her my bag. She went bright red and I got on with my day. The next day, I go to use the disabled bathroom to find a poster on the door saying, wheelchair users only. I didn't make a huge fuss, but happened to mention to the colleague across the table from me, have you seen Jane's latest stunt? This is the woman who told me to watch out for her initially I go home for the day and return the next to an email saying to report to hr as soon as I clock in I get in there to be told that i'm receiving a verbal warning as my tittle tattle in the office caused a huge bust up between jane and my mentor Jane was in the office and smirking all the while I lost my cool and told her that the only reason she's still in a job is because of how long she'd been with the business And that she isn't going to bully me out of my position like she had my two predecessors I also told her that I apologize that she's been dealt a bad hand But that it doesn't give her the right to treat people like trash and that she is no longer the only disabled person in the office So she isn't going to keep getting away with her stunts I then told hr about the bathroom incident and what followed eventually jane was suspended pending investigation I must admit I felt great on the day but as the week has gone on I can't help but feel guilty I wanted to teach her a bit of a lesson but not put her job at risk in times like we are having the cost of living crisis etc So am I the jerk and before I even comment on that here is an update So nothing official has happened, but I had a chat with hr strictly off the record Jane was suspended as we had offsite visitors in on the day, meaning that her sign could have been deemed as bringing the company into disrepute, which is classed as gross misconduct. I said off the record that I'd be happy to drop the complaint, as to be honest, I don't really want to play the office politics, and I'm already over what was said. I also harbor no ill will towards the company, as they've been fantastic with me, and I can't blame an entire company for the unauthorized actions of one person. However, it's being taken out of my hands, as the venue director is getting involved, which strikes me as a bad sign for Jane. For those interested, they expunged my warning so I have a clean slate again. Whilst nobody is openly celebrating Jane's departure, as it would be a bit classless, there certainly seems to be a better atmosphere around the office, so I guess that's a positive. Yeah, sounds to me like she's just a pretty bad egg and somebody that everyone doesn't really like in the office, but has to just deal with and put up with because she's been with the company for a long time and is probably decent at her job. 
But in reality, everyone would be more happy, as it seems here, if she just wasn't there. A lot of the time, you're going to get that, aren't you? You're going to get people that are good at their job, but just bring the entire morale of the team and the company down. So do you really want them there just because they're okay at their job and, you know, get good results but make everyone else feel sad and you know bully people like jane is doing in this story and has done two times before to your predecessors i don't think so op and therefore that's just one of the reasons why you're not a butthole secondly you're definitely not the jerk for standing up to a bully whether that be anywhere it doesn't have to be in the office doesn't have to be jane you're standing up to someone who's picking on you you're definitely not in the wrong for that and finally the fact that she has herself put on the disabled toilet door wheelchair users only yes she should be suspended for that and that is not your fault that she's done that i mean firstly she's stupid off the bat for thinking that all disabilities are visible secondly yeah your company could definitely be sued for that as that has got to be ableist right it's ableist against you because it's saying that a disabled toilet is only for wheelchair users that is not a thing oh and i've also completely forgotten that this is a law firm <laughs> yeah it doesn't get much worse than that a law firm itself being sued probably by you you could easily sue because of one of their employees being stupid yes you're definitely not the butthole and the more i think about it the more i really think that this law firm needs to get rid of her permanently planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.